Hello and welcome to our podcast, Puedo Aprender Inglés. The title is in Spanish, the podcast is in English, and we do this so that you can practice your vocab, your listening skills, with storytelling, the power of association, and of course, a sense of mystery and curiosity that will always keep you engaged. Some people prefer to listen to the podcast, some people prefer to watch a video, and some people prefer both. So for all of you at home listening to us in different countries all around the world, welcome to our podcast. Please enjoy today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to a new episode of our season four of Puedo Aprender Inglés. This is our podcast space where you can practice your English listening skills. Before we begin, I want to ask you, how are you doing? How are you doing so far this 2023? This is when we're recording. It's about March right now. And I want to know how you're doing because the year gets going and our responsibilities on our life can become a little bit overwhelming. And so are you taking time to take care of yourself, paying attention to your family, to your body, to your relationships outside of your regular work responsibilities, your regular day-to-day? I hope so. <laughs> I want you to know that as I'm recording this podcast, I am multitasking and I have some heating pads on my back to help relax my back muscles. So <laughs> I'm trying to take care of myself as I work. <laughs> Just a little insight on what's happening behind the scenes. All right, all right, all right. So we're going to continue with our series of books. And today's book is one that I have talked about before. It is called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I spoke about it earlier in... Um, one of our live classes a while back. But uh, today's angle is going to be a tad different than before. And the reason I picked this book is because, well, Think and Grow Rich is a book about how to become successful. And Napoleon Hill does a very good job of defining rich not as only economically rich, as in financially rich, rich, but rather uh, rich in the whole sense of the word, including your personal wellness, your level of happiness, and so on. Um, this book came about kind of interestingly because Napoleon Hill was hired to do a sort of research. He was in charge of going over 
and interviewing very successful people and I'm talking about like the billionaires of the world at his time um, and he was hired to investigate to figure out in a sense how was it that these men like Ford and Rockefeller and the big 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 rich and successful people uh, became successful and so he wrote this book because he came to the conclusion that there were some very 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 uh, things that you know a lot of things that stood out and very important things that stood out from his interviews and his research and he created this book and the reason I remembered uh, this book was because when I read it I was really taken aback by one of the ideas in the book of uh, being successful requiring the force of habit how well could you adapt a habit and maintain a habit and that very much had to do with your level of success that's only one of the principles that he talks about and I love the book because he has so many stories in it so I'm going to start by telling you how I came to hold and own this book. And I'm going to read a little bit of the book, just a little, little, little bit, so that you get a sense of what it is about. Um, so this book was of a friend of mine. He was reading it and he was into reading personal growth books. And I was not really at the time. Uh, however, I was hanging out at his home because that's where a lot of my college friends lived. And we were just hanging out one day and I saw the book and I started to flip through the book and read some of the parts of the book and I found it just very, very, very interesting. So I asked my friend um, very lightly if I could borrow the book. And to my surprise, he said no. And I was like, come on, lend me the book. And he said, no. So um, jokingly, I took the book and ran out of his house. I got on my motorcycle and he was chasing me. And he was right behind me, but he was faster than I because I slipped. And as I got on my motorcycle, I sort of fell over. <laughs> so he caught me. And he pinned me to the ground and he took the book from me. And we were all laughing about this. This was nothing serious. This was like a jest, um, very light, fun. And so uh, he knocked me to the ground and I fell and he took the book from me. And I said, come on, man, just lend me the book. And uh, because we were laughing and it was a funny situation. He finally agreed and he said, okay, you can have the book, but please bring it back after your holiday vacation. So I went on holiday. I came back to Colombia to visit my parents and we went on a road trip and I took the book with me and I started reading it. And to be honest, as much as I loved the book, it was also kind of hard to get through because a lot of these things, a lot of the advice in the book seems really easy. But in fact, I was like, wow, at that point, I was not very good about creating habits and keeping habits. I was younger, so, you know, building a habit and, and staying true to your habit is kind of difficult. It requires a lot of willpower. 
and commitment and consistency. And so I read the book, but really I didn't start applying all of the concepts until uh, I was today thinking, wow, I really have gotten so much better with my habits. Uh, I'm really good at integrating habits, new habits into my life, and I'm really good at eliminating bad habits from my life. I realized recently that I was drinking way too much coffee and it's been more than a month since I haven't had even a single cup of coffee. And that was hard at the beginning, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm getting the hang of habits. So I remembered this book and I thought I would read you just a tiny portion. So here you go. This is one of the principles that he's talking about. He calls it the nine step towards riches. Remember that riches is not only money, but also wellness and mental health and happiness. So he calls this the principle of power of the master mind. So this whole chapter is about power and I will read you just a little bit. Power is essential for success in the accumulation of money. Plans are inert and useless without sufficient power to translate them into action. This chapter will describe the method which an individual may attain and apply power. Power may be defined as organized and intelligently directed knowledge. So in his argument, power and knowledge are related. Power as the term is used here, refers to organized effort sufficient to enable an individual to transmutate desire into his monetary equivalent. So turning our wishes into money. Organized effort is produced through the coordination of effort of two or more people who work toward a definite end in a spirit of harmony. So now we have knowledge, organization, focus, drive, and people. These are my interjections, by the way. Okay, let's go on. Power is required for the accumulation of money. Power is necessary for the retention of money after it has been accumulated. Let us ascertain how power may be acquired. If power is organized knowledge, let us examine the sources of knowledge. So he lists. One of the sources is infinite intelligence. This source of knowledge may be contacted through the procedure described in another chapter with the aid of creative imagination. So access to imagination gives you access to infinite, infinite intelligence. Number two accumulated experience. The accumulated experience of man or that portion of it which has been organized and recorded may be found in any well-equipped public library. An important part of this accumulated experience is taught in public schools and colleges where it has been classified and organized. So he's saying knowledge is out there. And three, experiment and research in the field of science and in practically every other walk of life, men are gathering, classifying, and organizing new facts daily. This is a source to which one must turn when knowledge is not available through accumulated experience. 
Here too, the creative imagination is often used. So he's giving us three sources of knowledge. Imagination, information that already exists in a library, in our case, online, <laughs> um, and through experiment and research, otherwise trial and error. So he says, knowledge may be acquired from any of the foregoing sources. It may be converted into power by organizing it into definite plans and by expressing those plans in terms of action. Examination of three major sources of knowledge will give readily will sorry. Examination of the three major sources of knowledge will readily disclose the difficulty an individual would have if he depended upon his efforts alone in assembling knowledge and expressing it through definite plans in terms of actions. If his plans are comprehensive, meaning complete, and if they contemplate large proportions, he must, generally, induce others to cooperate with him before he can inject them into the necessary element of power. So this is just one of the fractions of the book. He talks about power, he talks about the mind, he works about working with teams, and he gives specific examples of how Carnegie was able to do it, how Gandhi was able to do it, and how many people have reached success even at late stages in their life. So how does this apply to you? Well, you tell me. Make sure to comment because I am activating a new source of interaction through our podcast. If you're listening through Spotify, you will see a question attached to this episode. Be sure to participate because I will refer to these answers in the future episodes and it will help me um, guide you a little bit better through your process. How does this apply to you? Well, in English, there is an infinite source of knowledge. There is the internet and you can basically find any answer to any question about English that you can think of at the tip of your fingers. All you have to do is ask. I, I am opening myself to you. If you have questions, write us to our Instagram at teaching underscore letter U underscore or our, our YouTube channel, Teaching You, or through this podcast. There's links in the episode description, so click on the links and reach out if you have questions. I am a source of information for you. The nice thing about our courses and our workshops is that we organize the knowledge that already exists into easily digestible step-by-step -step ways to grow your knowledge in English. How does this tie into you? Perhaps it also ties into your ability to transform um, habits into the attainment of knowledge and thus power itself. Your ability to perform in English will certainly give you some authority and power in your life. So I think that that does it for us today, not to keep you for too long. The book is called Think and Grow Rich. It's been an absolute pleasure for me to tell you about my experience with this book and my <laughs> inspiration 
through this book and I hope you found it interesting as well. So let's talk to each other next time and keep working on your English, keep taking care of yourself and I hope that you have an excellent, excellent day or night whenever you're listening to this. I'll catch you next week in our new episode. Bye! Si este episodio te hizo feliz, compártelo en tus redes por WhatsApp, por Instagram y asegúrate de seguirnos para no perderte nuestra próxima clase gratuita.